0: well, Welcome back to the Stateside Podcast. How's it going, Alan? Awesome.
1: I'm not tired or annoyed <laughs> at all. We totally haven't been working on shit for four hours.
0: Mother of God. Oh, fuck my life. It's but, been four hours.
1: Yeah. It, it, honestly, it, this might be the way to do it in the future, is just put uh, ourselves through hell and then hop on here and just be... Wait, in, no, it's
0: uh, been longer than four hours. It's been like five hours. Maybe it has. What time is it right now? Because I got... Well, I got here at like four thirty. Yeah, and I was here just after five. And now it's almost ten. Yeah. Yeah. So almost five hours. Almost Even five better. hours. So ladies and gentlemen, you say you want to do a podcast, huh? No. Oh yeah? It's not plug
1: and play. You oh, would yeah? think in twenty eighteen it's plug and play, but this is not we're not burning CDs over here. Like this is no. there are so many fucking there's a lot of chords and sounds and you get weird hums and you got to, uh, so much googling we googled
0: so many things oh man. yeah like oh my god it's crazy The ima- yeah because even when I'm explaining it back it still seems like it should be easier you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's still I still can't properly explain to people why it takes so much work that's it yeah well and the most frustrating thing is that unless you're
1: you're deep in it and well, tr- and the, yeah. seeing how annoying it is then you don't understand so if we were to go out on the street and just tell random people like hey we have a podcast and it's really hard they'd be like okay boohoo boohoo like oh you talk yeah and also it's probably not that hard it's just plug and play because on the outside it it totally looks that way but
0: yeah and to be fair the other the other uh factor here is that me and you are completely retarded
1: yeah i mean with this shit with this stuff yeah
0: I mean if you were a professional audio engineer then this is going to be much easier for you.
1: Yeah and it's it's just it's a means to an end. Like I'm I'm yeah. really comfortable, you know, talking and sure. shooting the shit but I mean it's we got to we got to sound all right. We got to get hums out of there and Yeah. we got to just the production aspect is number 1 cuz then you can like talking as as much as you do and it doesn't matter if you can't That's if you, right. if you can't just get the bones of the show together
0: no, and it's so important to both of us to make the show sound good for you guys listening. Yeah. And not just good, but as good as any professional podcast that you frequent. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's that's why we just spent so much time doing this, and we're going to continue to improve and learn because we, we could have just kept doing what we've always been doing, which is sort of just getting by. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least before you came to the show. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I could have stayed at home couple more hours just watching the yeah. Randy Couture
1: jerk-off video. I'd rather do that, but...
0: Yeah, so we're, well, let's just start there. We can just get <laughs> That's right a great right starting to point.
1: It. Dude, that was one of the funniest fucking episodes it's ever. It's insane. Some I'm a big weekend. MMA fan, and I just... I mean, I watched a video of Randy Couture jerking off. Like, See,
0: I didn't actually watch it.
1: Oh, I had to, man. And uh, I regret it. I regret uh, it heavily. Like... <laughs> I might as well watch my fucking dad jerking off. Like, and the thing is, there's not even, there's not a woman present. So it just makes it, oh, it's there's just not, no, it's him. I, I believe it's something he filmed for his wife or his girlfriend. I, I don't know if he's married uh, or what his oh, relationship no. status is, but uh, yeah, man, he's uh, and that's, that's what makes it so, so extra creepy is that <laughs> for a split 2nd I I kind of imagined that he filmed that video for me because it's just, Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a a cell phone video and it's aimed at him. It's a weird angle and he's just locking eyes with the camera. And so how did that get out? I actually have no
0: idea. Um, I just found out about it through uh, the fighter and the kid. And cause they, I thought Brendan was saying something about how he saw a girl in the room or something like that. He
1: says, uh, what's, what's the line? He, he uses the line. uh, He's, he's giving his girl eyes or something like that and i think that's what i was just talking about where he's he's looking into the camera oh so it just looks kind of like, like yeah you like this yeah, yeah he's he's uh he's looking into the camera at the person that that video is intended for not the millions of people who have recently watched it
0: for for people that don't know randy couture is a, a forward mma fighter was in, he was in the ufc for a while right
1: yeah yeah greatly respected he's people call him captain america he's like the uh you know, if Earth was to go to war <laughs> with another planet, he would represent us. Yeah, like he's, he's a
0: veteran, combat veteran. Yeah,
1: he's the the dude. The dude, yeah. So it's uh so you know, and he's a bit dude. older now
0: and it's um What a bummer for him. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Like that must really suck. How embarrassing. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you ever see that episode of Black Mirror? Where this yes. very thing happens. That's that's one of my favorite episodes of that oh, show. Oh wait, no. Do you remember the twist though? It's not a oh, video for sure. of a kid jacking off.
1: Well, it's that's the, what they want you to think. It's the child porn one, it's right? It's child porn. <laughs> yes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I am stuffed up right now.
1: Yeah, I just snuff. got
0: over some shit. I feel fine. I'm just all stuffied. Yeah. So uh Christmas time, man. It yeah. Is what the the thirteenth, the twelfth yeah. today it's crazy
1: such a stressful time it really is like it's supposed to be all relaxing and you just drink eggnog and listen to christmas music but no that way
0: when you're a kid
1: right nobody talks about how you got to get gifts for your family and then oh what do you know your office is having a secret santa thing yeah. you got to draw a name oh you just drew the name of the person you know the least in the office good luck figuring out a gift that's not insulting <laughs> and you know yeah ostracizing that person i I
0: will say though that that i think there's like um the older you you get you should really try to not let that completely overwhelm you you like don't let christmas be a bad thing i guess is what i'm saying right you know as much as you can because it is stressful and it is a lot of pressure and it's just so crazy but um um what was i gonna say oh yeah my movie pick and we can talk about that and we'll get back to it, but my movie pick this week was going to be Scrooged. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just watched one. it the other night and the end of that movie is one of my favorite endings, not just for a Christmas movie, but for any movie. He goes, do you remember the end where he goes on like this rant about Christmas? I don't. Out? I don't remember it at all. So, obviously, Bill Murray plays basically Scrooge, right? And, uh, you know, like Bah Humbug, he hates Christmas, blah, blah. And then by the end of the movie, it's like one of the best performances from him, too, because he just goes on this rant about how it's, it is a miracle. It is a miracle that it happens every year that people get a little bit nicer and they, they want to give. And he's talking about like, and then when it happens for you, you want it and you get greedy for it. And he's like yelling, and he's like tearing up. It's, I mean, like Oscar performing. It was amazing. And I know it sounds cheesy and, and it is and everything, but I don't know. There is something about that that it is kind of remarkable that one month out of the the whole year, there's this time period in the year where everyone kind of gets happier, right? Because everybody plays along. Everyone plays along, and honestly, if you don't lights and like, (laughs) and if you don't play along, it's the the
1: greater good will make you feel like the odd one out because that's how together.
0: I think society is on like, no, Christmas is a good thing. It is. Yeah. Even for non-Christians, non, like me, we aren't religious people. Right. And we still celebrate. And so I don't know. It it is pretty cool. I I do like that aspect of it. Yeah.
1: I need to, I need to watch that. I remember like small, small scenes, but I don't,
0: as, as a whole, I don't remember it. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that scene. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. It's so good. Bill Murray, man. What is he doing right now? oh he's the best just the best
1: yeah he's killer he got in a little bit of hot water for he uh he was talking shit about the the female ghostbusters movie like he made some some remarks about how that wasn't that like that was a bad idea that wasn't going to be funny and oh that, yeah yeah i don't know that he came out and said anything about women themselves not being funny but he was just definitely not in support of it which he was in that movie right I'm pretty sure he was in it. Was he actually in it? Yeah, he I, he either makes a cameo or maybe he got into hot water because he was offered a cameo spot and he was like, yeah, no, thank you. Mm. And then that was kind of him showing a lack of support for the... I, I haven't seen it. I'm not, It's not
0: very good. That's what I to hear. To be fair. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a pile of garbage. I'm a big Melissa McCarthy fan though. Yeah, I just recently saw a movie with her in it. It's a serious movie where she plays a a an author that like a struggling author, middle-aged woman. And she, she finds a way to like, to make it big by, um, it's kind of a weird story. She finds people's like old authors, dead (laughs) authors, letters to people like their family and stuff. Oh. And, and so she finds this one letter from like an author to her aunt or whatever it was. And she sells it like so there's some store some like bookstore historian store or whatever that buys stuff like that yeah and so they buy this old letter and then so she starts thinking like oh well i could like forge these fake letters i could pretend to be you know stephen king writing to his son was this like a newer movie yeah it's fairly new it's out now damn it's really really good haven't even heard of it And it's true story and she like you know, gets convicted for it. So right. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Damn. And yeah, it's a serious movie. I mean, it's, it has like funny moments in it and stuff. But.
1: Did you ever watch, uh, the happy time murders? Uh, no, I don't think so. Have you, have you heard of it? Or are you familiar with it? No, it's, it's her. And then, uh, just a bunch of Muppets and she,
0: Oh yeah.
1: That, it, that's new this year, right? Correct. Yeah. It's a strange fucking movie. It's one of those ones that, um, I keep falling asleep and not because it's not good, but I just start the movie at like 1130. Yeah. Um, And yeah, and I don't finish it, but it's, it's got like a, the, the parts of it that are like charming and funny are like, those qualities are similar to team America. How, right. If it were just all human actors, certain scenes might not be that funny, but because they are the, these like awkward moving, uh, you know, objects essentially just puppets uh, it's super funny there's there's oh, a weird. scene where um one of the she she starts getting in an argument with the um this detective and he tells her to fuck off and then he gets in his vehicle and the whole time i'm like please drive that vehicle like that's just gonna look so weird to have mm-hmm. and it's as weird as you would think that it would be visually anyway
0: <laughs> it was that sounds awesome
1: it was great yeah it's really it's really
0: cool Yeah, I'll check it out. I love her.
1: I mean, she's great. She's so good. Fucking uh, identity thief or uh, identity theft, whatever that movie with uh, Jason Bateman. And then um, Heat with Sandra Bullock. That's fantastic.
0: Oh, hell yeah. All of them. Um, I have Scrooged. Let's do it. Now, how did
2: that happen? That happened because it's Christmas Eve, I'm telling you. I'm not crazy. It's Christmas Eve. It's the it's one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We, we, we smile a little easier. We, 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 we cheer a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle because it happens every Christmas Eve. And if you waste that miracle, you're going to burn for it. I know what I'm talking about. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having, having trouble making their miracle happen. There are people that don't have enough to eat. That, there are people that are cold. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here. You can make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. Here. I get it now. <laughs> and if you, if you give... Then, you, then it can happen, then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry, it's, it's everybody who's gotta have this miracle and it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you, the miracle will happen and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says, Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not, it can happen every day. You just gotta want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. You'll want it every day of your life and it can happen to you. I don't I believe in it now. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. Uh, and I, it's great. It's a good feeling. It's it's really better than I felt in a long time.
0: <laughs> I love that so much. It goes on from there. But yeah. Yeah, he just goes just full psycho. Oh yeah, it's so good cuz the whole movie he's just like progressively going crazier. Mhm. Cuz it starts out where he's like a sure-of-himself businessman, business businessy guy in the right. 80s. And he hates Christmas. He's a miserable cunt. He treats everyone terribly. He loves firing people. Like, he's just the absolute worst. And then, you know, he obviously starts getting visited from all the ghosts, just like Scrooge. Uh, so, like, the, the ghosts of Christmas past, Christmas future. Yeah. Whatever.
1: They let him know he's fucking up.
0: Yeah, and it, it's just so funny. It's such a hilarious movie. Just flies under the radar. I don't hear a lot of people talk about that movie, but it, it really is like one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time.
1: You know what I was thinking about is super unrelated, but uh y- you watched Family Matters uh, growing up, right? Fuck yeah, bro, dude. Think about <laughs> think about Steve Urkel and the fact <laughs> that like everybody comes down on uh what was was Carl the the father?
0: Uh, isn't Carl? i think carl winslow yeah yeah carl, Wins- carl winslow so yeah everybody comes down on him because he's constantly
1: yelling at uh urkel at urkel but like if you really think about that like urkel came in and just broke a bunch of carl shit oh yeah he's the worst neighbor kid at, of all time and then just like constantly walks in their front door without knocking and was always sexually inappropriate with carl's daughter
2: yeah like he a just
1: creep yeah he would just come in and like creep on carl's family and break all his personal belongings yeah and yet uh, the the vibe of like that story arc every episode was that steve is just this he's this lonely little nerd that no one respects right and carl's like like
0: this pain in the ass ball busting dad
1: yeah it's it's hard not to be like urkel it might be because you're a piece of shit like (laughs) you might want to like take it down a notch the worst dude how about that era of tv oh so good like full house I don't know if it was objectively good or if it's one of those.
0: I think it's also that we were kids.
1: Yeah, you're 10 years old, so yeah. everything's rad.
0: But eh, it was pretty fucking dope. I mean, it's not the same. It's definitely
1: not the same. Full now. House was a shit. And then, I mean, real quick, going back to Family Matters, that whole uh, Stefan, when he made the, the machine that turns him into oh, like a yeah. smooth motherfucker. Smooth motherfucker. Oh,
0: Stefan Urkel. That guy, that actor went on to be like a a, a Vine star. Do you know that? Is it Jaleel White? Is yeah, he name? does like YouTube videos now, but he's like wow. massively successful at it. Jeez. Yeah, millions of views, subscribers. Like he's one of those guys, vlogger or whatever. That's killer. Yeah, yeah I really love funny.
2: that
1: show. Full House was the shit. Step by step, I could watch it. It wasn't, yeah. I wouldn't run to the TV for
0: it. Step by step, oh, so And then, um, so we said Full House. What's the other one? Yeah, there's like uh, 30 more. Oh, then Home Improvement? Oh, for sure. Fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that the whole era was so good. What what do they call that? It was like on Tuesday nights or something. Yeah, and then they had
1: I know Thursday was a thing or too. Thursday, yeah. Because I remember specifically the one two punch for me, I believe it was Thursday nights. It was uh it was that um uh, it was home improvement, but then just before that, or maybe just after, I can't remember, was that show Dinosaurs?
0: <laughs> Dude. The f- that show, I have gone off on rants on this sh- on that show so many times. In a weird way, it's the most depressing. Oh my god!
1: Like I can't god. believe there are moments in time where I ran to the TV so that I could sit and watch a I, half hour of
0: that. I shit. can't believe there's moments in time that that show existed and killed. Oh my! It was like yeah, fu- America loved that show, dude. There were
1: there were dudes in an office somewhere for hours every day that had to work up like merchandising <laughs> ideas. <laughs> for that shithead baby
0: <laughs> was it was the line the uh,
1: the baby yeah or no not the mama not the mama which is what he would say to the dad he i no. think he had some other he or she was that a boy or a girl do we know we don't know it doesn't matter yeah because it had a very androgynous kind of vibe but
0: that's that's pretty modern these days yeah yeah man sure. gender is a construct
1: yeah very true there's the zezer zezerism <laughs> Yeah. I read somewhere that there's 200 plus, and that is that's fucking idiot. absurd. It's like cool, you do whatever because it doesn't affect me. I don't, I, it, whatever you identify as, but 200, you know what that is? That's just it's an offshoot of this. Uh, you know, like how back in the day, metal had like 35 subgenres. Yeah, and then when you'd get down to it, you were like, hey, there's speed metal and thrash metal. Explain the fucking difference to me. And a lot of people would be like, well, and you'd get these half ass explanations and it would always end with me being like, so what you're saying is there doesn't need to be both like both of those genres don't need to exist.
0: I nothing annoys me more than like sub sub
1: genres. Yeah. I think it all comes from the same place as a lot of the gender shit where it's like, I just need to be something that other people aren't. Yeah. So I'll make something. I don't like speed metal. I like thrash metal. I remember even hearing about uh, the genre bleeding metal. What in the fuck is that? Name one bleeding metal band. What is that? What? It's just so fake. That's so, yeah, it's silly. It's just, it's momentary it's and mom- it's artificial.
0: Uh, yeah. And I feel like it's for like music elitist kids to say that they know about speed metal or uh, what'd you call it? Bleeding metal. Bleeding metal. Yeah. And if you, if you're like, what's that? They go. Poof. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what that is, bro. Well, Yeah. Cause the whole
1: goal of that is to, especially at that age. The, the gold medal is to confuse somebody, make somebody go, what is that? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Because now you immediately seem super cultured, despite the fact that you're a, a fucking massive fraud.
0: Yeah, massive fraud. That's all that is. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, people being hypersensitive pussies today, let's talk about the Kevin Hart thing. Oh, yeah. Pretty crazy. For those who don't know, I don't know how you don't know. You've been living under a rock, but Kevin Hart stepped down uh, from hosting the Oscars recently because of some tweets from a decade ago, right? Like nearly a decade ago. Yeah, it was like eight or nine years. In one, 2011. That's a long fucking time ago Mm -hmm. Um, where he makes a a gay joke. I mean, it's a pretty hacky, stupid joke and everything, but he was clearly kidding and he even apologized for it already in like an interview that he did in the past, years ago. Um, What was the actual tweet that he said?
1: I saw several. There were some where he was, uh, he was directly speaking either to or about Damon Wayans and...
0: Yeah, so in one, he said, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my own voice, stop, that's gay. So, I mean, it's, you know... Well, and what's crazy about that
1: is that he has uh you know he's got multiple comedy specials one of my favorite of all time is his special uh seriously funny and if anybody hasn't seen that Mm. go watch it it's essentially what just completely put him over he'd been doing comedy for i mean over a decade at that point probably closer to 15 years but he when he released that that just sent everybody into just kevin hartland everybody that was everybody's favorite comedian yeah that's kind of what started the whole um you know, just uh, comedy superstar, comedy rock star, I think is what he was calling himself for right. a while. Uh, it's great. But anyway, he's got, he's got two or three bits where a part of the punchline, or at least their, their tags or add ons to the punchline, he says like, stop, that's gay right. to his, to his kid. And there was no issue with that then. In fact, he got bigger after that. Not that that joke is what caused it, but just nobody had an issue. It's just that he was on the main stage because he was about to be the host for the Oscars it's insane so, so then the downside of that is that the magnifying glass is on you and yeah. there is just nobody that can get put in that position that they won't find some sort of dirt on
0: it's just nonsense so you know, it's like I've heard people talk about it what what did they accomplish who won in this scenario Right. so so a, a black man now can't host the Oscars because right. everyone's a f- fucking so 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 sensitive yeah you could easily you could play it so many ways you could play it back on them
1: for that's a racist decision to not have him on the as a host and yeah and to your point it's uh okay kevin hart is is not the host of the oscars because of some homophobic tweets homophobia is now over
0: yeah that's not the case no it's not it's gonna happen more of course and it's it's just selective it's it's selective outrage Mm -hmm. so now you have to now you have to sift through everyone's tweets, everyone's jokes and pull from the the one where they make fun of retarded people, gay and lesbian, transgender, uh women jokes, fucking little people jokes. Like where do we fucking end this thing?
1: What I need clarification on is cuz I you know, I don't care about this story oh. very much, but um I was interested at first and so I I sort of followed it and where I left it was essentially the the academy, whatever. They came to him and they said, listen, you know, all this shit's going down. Cool. If you still want to host, you need to issue an apology. Yeah. And then he posted a video of him on Instagram saying like, that's not going to happen. I already did. And I was like, love it. I yeah. love that because you just, you can't bend to that will. And the whole thing is silly. And it just, I think it's important just to fucking walk because you don't need that anyway. How are you going to get bigger as Kevin Hart? You just, you're not, you're you're good to
0: go. Uh Just walk away. But then I feel like a couple days later, I saw him issue an apology. Well, so what he did, he actually stepped down from it first. Then he did an apology. Uh, Okay, so so it's kind of on his terms. Yeah, that's right. He didn't apologize because they told him to. He stepped down because he knew it was just, people were fucking pissed now. Yeah. You know, the cat was out of the bag and then he apologized. But what's important, it's more kind of cool to me is, did you see how Nick Cannon defended him? No. Do you hear about this? I only saw Dio Hughley defend him, but the, yeah, Nick Cannon, I didn't see that. So Nick Cannon went out, um, and found tweets from Sarah Silverman, Amy Schumer, and Chelsea Handler from the same time period and selected and highlighted tweets from them that were homophobic. Check this out. It says, I'm just saying um, so Amy Schumer says enjoy skyfall fags about to get knee deep in Helen hunt. Uh, Hashtag the sessions. (laughs) So she there she's using the F word Chelsea handler. This is what a fag bird (laughs) looks like when he flexes responding to some uh, photo. Um, Sarah Silverman back in 2011 says I don't mean this in a hateful way but the new bachelorette's a faggot. She went, she went the whole word. (laughs) So those are like three of the most left-wing liberal hypersensitive comedians out there that call people on their shit and they did it themselves. So that tells you that it wasn't that long ago that people thought that that was like, okay, in comedy, I'm not suggesting it is or it isn't. I'm just saying that people should be able to say whatever the fuck they want in the constructs of art. Yeah, especially in comedy. Absolutely. It's never their intention to hurt feelings or actively go out and piss people off. Of course
1: not. Well, and then not the, you do it. The, the, the goofiest layer of this whole thing is just the fact that you are going back nearly a decade. That's just, that's too, insane. That's too weird for me. It's too like, uh not that there should be a statute of limitation. Like you're always accountable for anything you've said. I get sure. that. But it just, to me, like I said, it just adds this whole other additional dimension to just how far some people will go out of their own way to be outraged.
0: Yes, and again it's from a fucking comedian. Yeah. Someone who for a living says absurd things that mm-hmm. are clearly not factual or true. They say them because they think they're funny. That's the whole point. Yeah. Or we to just push and prod. We got to wait for these people it's to so crazy, actually man. attack, physically
1: attack uh, a a, uh, a gay person. If I see like if Kevin yeah, Hart, if know, there was video of him just fucking sneaking a gay guy or whatever, right. just fucking knocking him out at a club or something, I'd be like, okay, yeah, so assault okay, charge, so and dick. then also maybe don't host the Oscars, like you're right. a garbage person. But to make some, I mean, whatever. He's not he's not guilty of anything that uh, a billion people uh, no. also aren't guilty. Like, it's just, when
0: did the like the Oscars and all these other things become like a platform for like social justice it's a fucking award show for actors i know i love that like, the punishment is what? you,
1: you huh? don't get to be at the forefront of the celebrity circle jerk
0: yeah it, it's I know. like oh shit is, man
1: all right i'll yeah, go sure i'll go Kevin jet Hart. ski
0: yeah like he needed the gig anyway. A, a show that no one fucking watches anymore. So
1: silly, and you see so much support for him too. Like this isn't going to ruin no. his career. This isn't.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I I don't I haven't heard of anyone that's like, yeah, yeah, that was a good thing. Yeah. We we did it. No one, no one with the the power to actually do what they threaten. I don't know. It's just the thing that bothers me. I think about that whole like scene, the social justice warrior scene, whatever you want to call it, is that they're. They claim to be like super, you know, welcoming of all types of people, right? Like, we're accepting of all walks of life, but that's not true. It's simply not true. They're only welcoming of their own type of person. Oh, yeah. You still definitely have to fit into a mold. You have to fit into their mold. Yeah. Right. If you voted for Trump, you're out. Yeah. If you are conservative, see ya. Mm -hmm. You're a Republican, uh, you're a Christian you are pro what life or like anything that doesn't fit in that mold yeah you know what i mean it's it's
1: insane well and the prerequisites fucking change all the time you don't know like you need a new pamphlet from them every day <laughs> and it's both sides too it's not even just them it's it's uh yeah the far right is fucking out of their minds too i never you know if i if i really gave a shit about about fitting into Ugh. whatever mold i would have to I'd have to e- email somebody every day and be like, "Hey, so I did this today. Is that okay? Yeah. Is like, that is, that is a- peanut butter allowed today? I had I had yeah. two as a of Democrat.
0: Butter. Is that okay that I eat peanut butter?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's not because it's racist. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. It's nuts, man. It's just it's too much goddamn work. Just jumping through these hoops all the
0: time and it's people who don't. I mean, look, we spent how much time this evening pursuing something that we're trying to do and that we love doing. You know, like if they spent half of that time doing something else with their their lives and their time, like. We'd be so much further ahead. <laughs> I agree. It seems it seems to me a, a society that has no real risk, no real threat. You know, it's just a happy, fat, w- really good economy time for this country. Yeah. And so people are just eating themselves.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of a thing that Rogan's always saying. He's like, we yep. don't we don't have the same the same problems. We don't have the same fears or worries. Like if if you and I we leave the studio. After we finish recording this, we don't have to sprint to our vehicles because there's wolves out no. there waiting for us. Right. And it, to a degree, that's that's a good thing of for some people to have to deal with because when that's the issue, then you don't have time to Groves. to tweet yeah. about shit. And yeah. you're just like, hey, I'm just trying to get to my car without getting my ass eaten.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird fucking time. It's a super, super weird time. But anyway, fuck all them pussies. Um, we talked about Randy Couture. Yeah, we, no, we talked did. About Kevin Hart. Oh God, here's one. Did you uh, did you see the thing about that girl that ripped her eyes out? <laughs> no <while on> drugs. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. That sounds fake. No, it is a very real story. Um, I had it on the laptop, so let me. What drug was here. that? I think it was like meth or something.
1: I mean, meth sounds right. Meth, PCP. Yeah. I mean, too much to will fuck me
0: up. Um, Woman who ripped her eyes out, her own eyes out. Both of them. That's that's what I'm focusing on right now. It says she thought it was a sacrifice to God. Oh,
1: okay. So Uh, maybe not drugs as much as mental illness. No drugs too. So a young
0: woman has described how she gouged out her own eyes while she was high on crystal meth. Oh, crystal meth. Kaylee blah 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 20 was Haley, heard of course Of course, she's super that's so the name of a crystal meth addict was heard screaming outside South Main Chapel in South Carolina on Feb in February South Carolina of course yeah so par- par- parishioners ran out and they found her holding her eyeballs in her hands and desperately tried to restrain her um, and she goes on talked about how she ripped out both of her eyeballs and then she says that now life is so much better <laughs> because she can see, like, color. She's crazy, dude. Like, totally nuts. God. Yeah. How about that? Is Life is better now without her eyeballs. Yeah. Here she says, uh, life, quote, life is more beautiful now.
1: Here's the thing. If she truly believes that, then Then cool. This is is a win. Yeah. Awesome. Stoked for you. I can't understand that, but if you really believe that i don't know I, I have a hard time it's like are you familiar with eileen warnos uh f- no prolific female serial killer um is that her post yeah, post that's afterwards so she looks like a normal person now yo if i saw that picture so and you didn't tell me her name i swear to god i would guess kaylee she looks like such a kaylee
0: crazy right is it is it uh, K A Y L E? Of course. I G H? Y- um, no, K E Y L E E I think. Hold up, K-E-Y-L-E-E. K-E-Y-L-E-E? K-A-Y-L-E-E. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Eileen Warnos. I, I was listening to some like depositions or interrogations or whatever the fuck, mm. and uh, she just she would say a lot of insane things similar to this woman about like, oh, I ripped out my eyes and now things are better. She would say things along those lines that it's really hard to believe. And I just kind of found myself not buying into the, what she was trying to accomplish, which is creeping out the, the listener, you know, try yeah. to creep these, these detectives out and shit. Um, it's just, it's so, to me, it's transparent and a little, it's just, it's obviously fake. It's same with Charles Manson. You know, they they just say like wild things to kind of, right. they don't have anything to lose. It's not like they really have to worry about somebody thinking they're crazy. This woman just ripped out her eyeballs. You're crazy. Like that's just, it is what it is. So why not sprinkle a little, (sighs) life is better now. Like just just go for it, go all the way. I know. That's sad though. It is She's got parents and they're just fucking, they're just hanging, well, they probably don't speak.
0: But uh, yeah, that is, that's real dark. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked up. It's It's a fucked up world. One thing uh, my wife and I always talk about is how if you can, (laughs) like whatever you think of, whatever scenario you think of, like uh, some fucked up sexual act or some torture you can think of or whatever, like basically whatever you can think of has happened.
1: I think about that sometimes. You know what I mean. In fact, and then I, mean, I try to reason, like yeah. I try to come up with a like a super specific scenario.
0: Yes. And then
1: I think about that. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Someone has been murdered while having a banana up their ass.
1: <sighs> Fuck yeah, probably. And we're starting
0: way down on the not so true.
1: Crazy. True. All right. Okay, let me, let me see if I can go up one. Um, somebody. Somebody has kicked a 9-year-old boy in the dick from behind while wearing uh a fireman outfit and then like a macbook on their head <laughs> like as a triangle like the head right in the
0: like a, like a teepee
1: tri- yeah. yeah yeah and then you could get more specific though oh yeah well, the fireman his he was a man named uh Kaylee K- Kaylee and the the little 9-year-old boy was uh actually a hermaphrodite and the person filming it was wearing a top hat yeah I mean, like 17 people filmed it. Yeah, there's actually so many people and then they
0: all had specific identities. You can get wild, man. you can get wild. You can get wild with it, man. Jesus. Yeah. And like something I always think about is, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of closed doors out there. You know? There's a lot of rooms with a door closed. Yeah, where people are doing some weird shit. Dude. weird weird shit you
1: know i'm obsessed with a uh, sword and scale and it has been like one of the worst things for me to get obsessed with because i, I need to keep i need to check that out all i do is well i was it i was at uh fred meyer last night too and i i'm like just looking at everybody in the eye and i'm like man what you up to later tonight yes what are you doing oh dude what do i need to stop you from doing to somebody right i think about that all the There's time Someone trapped in your
0: basement right now you motherfucker yeah exact i just you know what the thing about that though is that is a choice to see things that way because yeah. the equal amount is the other way or definitely more mm-hmm. the other way like it's more common that people are just normal people like us they want right the well that's thing. the
1: worst thing about my mindset because of sword and scale is that it's there's zero empathy i'm not looking at anybody and being like i bet you had a hard day today let me let me I'm gonna give you a smile as I walk by her. I'm gonna say, "Excuse me." Instead, it's like, "You fucking monster, you motherfucker! What are you? What, what evil you shit are you up to?" Because you're all—all yeah. all of you are evil, and serial killers, and right. And that's like, you know, that's that's a dark place to come from all the time. It's, it's exhausting. Dark. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes you crazy. Uh, uh, I yeah, think that,
0: I think that turns you into a serial killer, Alan. Just I so think you
1: know. it definitely could. Because I mean, if I'm being honest, I've thought to myself, like, what is the one way? To guarantee that i got nothing to be scared of it's to become something. kind enemy yeah. yeah become the darkness it's hard to be worried about getting killed by a serial killer when you're busy hunting people yeah. as a serial killer
0: well that's why like soldiers like navy seals and badass special ops dudes they always talk about that sort of thing like you know become become the fucking enemy right become the killer uh, we're not we're not going to be hunted we're going to go hunting yeah you know like become the offense is what keeps you alive right always be on the offensive yeah that's but that's not a way to
1: live life bro it's not sustainable <laughs> no because i no. am too goddamn lazy to be hunting people yeah i yeah. just you gotta you gotta they cut them yeah. up and you get you just gotta think a lot so. Of work. you gotta think so far ahead
0: oh god can you i know like these serial killers who have like a hundred kills in their life yeah that sounds exhausting absolutely exhausting it would be that's a lot of lifting that's a lot of garbage
1: bags a lot of garbage bags cleans shit up i'm assuming you're throwing away your weapon after each one like you got to dispose of that in a different spot it's just and then let's be real unless you are a complete psycho between killings you are worried that that was your last one before you get caught right and then you're just hanging out at home like i can't even go to the grocery store because everybody knows did
0: i did i pick up that knife did i wipe off the prints on that
1: gun to, you know, right. like, you're just watching the news all day trying to stay yeah. on top of shit but then you get paranoid that the police haven't even they, they know who you are they got a sketch out there but they haven't released it to the public because they don't want you to know about it they want to be able to catch you they got an idea of what housing development you live in right. and they, they don't want you to be able to scatter and you're just you're just hanging out like fuck this is this might be it am I going to fucking prison
0: next week or the week after And it's just it's too much I wonder when the first like documented serial killer was because obviously people have been killing fools for
1: eons shit. I just, I just listened to an episode of sword and scale about uh, a woman. I want to say in the late 1800s for sure she wasn't the first, but she had a sweet little scheme going where Mm. she essentially, she marries this dude and he's got a farm with a ton of land and, and for the time he's wealthy. So, she gets with him. They're they're in love, you know, or at least as much as a, a normal dude can be in love with a serial killer. And uh, they they end up having children, whatever. And she uh, she ends up killing him, poisoning her kids. Okay. And you kind of think, okay, that's you know, she snapped. She's tired of being a mom, folding laundry and shit, stepping on Legos. So yeah, she, she fucking she lost it. But then that was just step one, step one of like twenty, because that just opened the door for her scheme, which was then. Uh, this this petite like lonely woman who I guess was attractive too, according to the the information in that in that episode, she would then start putting out uh ads for men to come and uh and and work on her farm and then there was just a lot of uh kind of implications that we can also hook up and that uh, uh, I am lonely. Uh, I am looking for a suitor, whatever. Right. And she would even say specifically in the ad, this it's so funny because dudes would be this boneheaded in this situation. She goes, uh, and real quick, don't tell your family um, <laughs> about coming here. Don't tell anybody. Right. And then all your money, bring that in cash And a shitload of guys were like, I'm down. See, that's such a man thing to do. Oh, for sure. Men are so fucking dumb. Like, I mean, how bad could it be? She's a, she's a petite little woman. Like she's not going to kill me. No, she's going to poison you. And then what you don't know. Yeah. What did she do? She ended, she ends up poisoning. I think all of them. That was like her go-to. And if, if the poison didn't take, then she would uh, strike him in the back of the head as they're like puking this shit up, whatever. And what a lot of them didn't know is that she had this farm hand. Uh, this dude who was secret, like he was super in love with her. And she kind of was like, she would let him around her when she didn't have anybody else. And he put up with that shit. She had already taken his money. And he was just a super codependent guy. But I guess he was like a fairly big dude. And he would, she would kill these guys. And then uh, he would bury the bodies. No way. And she's getting like three grand. A lot of guys were showing up with around like three so, to, so to $4,000. The
0: motivation to kill was for the money. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, and
1: they were. She was just. That was her job. She did it forever, and then uh, ultimately, she kills a guy. But he did tell a family member where he was going, and about a month after he had gotten there, uh, his brother shows up to talk to her and is like, "What's up? Like, I've been sending him letters. He's not responding. It's so weird." And uh, she says, "Well, we got in a fight, and he left. He took all of his things and left." But uh, this brother sees just a pile of all the mail that he sent his brother who uh, according to this woman has just you know bailed for no reason and didn't tell his family or anything and uh he gets suspicious and gets a detective to scope out the situation she gets she gets squirrely and she uh kills a different woman just so she can have the body puts that woman's body in her farmhouse lights the farmhouse on fire. Whoa. Decapitates the woman too, so that there's no dental records. Oh and then, uh, and then she just bails with this woman's head and then police find the, the ashes. And they're just like, Oh, she died in a fire. Oh my God. So she's just out there. I mean, not anymore. This was no. like, hundred. Oh, she, she got away with it. Yeah. She's just out. She was out there chilling no and just way. died whenever, literally she got away with it. Never caught. Fuck man. Like what, what time period you said? The 1800s, late 1800s. If I remember correctly. Yeah. That's crazy, man. It was so insane, dude. Like police, me <laughs> police work back in the day. That that was the funniest part is like, that they didn't they didn't have the ability to do anything,
0: anything. somebody would be like nothing. i'm pretty sure this bitch murdered my brother and they'd be like did you see her did murder you your literally brother Literally see it
1: no i didn't see it well you got to be careful with accusations man
0: yeah and <laughs> even if you saw it we still have to prove that yeah you're not lying
1: and him. he's just like uh that's my brother and it doesn't there's a lot that doesn't add up where there's smoke there's right. fire and then you know this so
0: like sorry it's 1800s what, nothing we can do for
1: you yeah and there was like one cop per town and like right there was there's no there's no phones if a sheriff has to come to the city to do an investigation, yeah, that's going to take two months
0: for him to get there. Do you there. ever think about like how living in that time period would have been, I mean, obviously it comes with its challenges and you know, people are dying at our age, and we're like old men by now. Oh, for sure, yeah, we're senior citizens. Senior citizens in our 30s. Um, but like, it's almost like the same thing as being a kid. It's so exciting. You know, like back in the 1800s, the thought of like if you lived in Oregon, for example, which not a lot of people did, by the way, if you thought of like Texas or New York City, like that was like Europe to you. Right. So far away. This country was very not like as united as we think it, you know, as it is now. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Like, and modes of transportation yeah, were
1: like, like it. <laughs> it would take so long to get anywhere long and where we're all like it's all hustle and bustle now and i'm 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 so i'm the most guilty of it but i i don't have any time like i'm constantly i have no time right back then you legit had too much time like it was the opposite issue yes and your your everything was exciting
0: getting mail would have been amazing absolutely getting news from anywhere mm-hmm. other than like your town it would be amazing to hear yeah that's what's going on in new york city and you'd read about it that was written fucking two weeks ago i know or more a month your ago. standard of amazement was so low yeah let's go to the show yeah like an old fucking that's crazy man it is so insane to think about yeah now it's just like sensory overload and no one gives a fuck about any of it
1: yeah now it's to the point where the same devices that would literally blow these people's minds blow their minds are the same devices that so many of us are like, I just need to take a break from my device. Yeah, you take like a I break need to go from on a, it. I need to go on a technology cleanse. Mm-hmm. It's like it, these people would be like, you have magic in your hands you have and magic. you're saying you got too much magic. Wait, you have all of the world's information in, in one little thing in your hand right and it's stressing you out <laughs> yeah it's amazing you have the ability to do anything you literally want literally anything and that's overwhelming to you so you need to have a cleanse from it you can
0: run a multi-million dollar company from your phone yeah you can do anything <laughs> it's so, so crazy so insane <laughs> yeah and uh, people are a bunch of pussies worrying about what Kevin Hart said I know 10 years ago So that's where we are, folks. That's where we are. Well, what's the future of the show, Alan? What do we got coming down the road? I don't know. I got some ideas for guests and stuff. I think that
1: um, we've both kind of just been putting all of our marbles in the, just in the getting the show's bones right kind of basket. You know, that's because it doesn't, doesn't really make sense to bring people in here all the time if we're not feeling super sharp about the show but today was was huge mm-hmm. you know getting the
0: interface together and hopefully we sound better I'm assuming we do and yeah and I and then by the way it's, speaking of that I like talking about this stuff on the show too I think a lot of people try to sweep that part of it under the rug yeah which is why it's so fucking hard for us to figure it out because yeah. everyone else
1: figures it out and then just goes quiet with it it's like help, yeah help some other podcasters absolutely
0: out. and not just podcasting but just anything like I want to document the journey of being an entrepreneur, running a a management company. I want you to document your journey of being a design guy. Like all of those things I want to talk about on the podcast. You know, the journey is what's important for me.
1: Yeah. Cause the last thing I want to do is, is put this like veneer over what we're doing, similar to how so many people are on Instagram, like only share like the the fucking awesome meal that you had. And then the front row tickets of whatever show, like you get to dictate you get to show somebody like, oh, here's like three photos from today. My life's like this all the time. Mm-hmm. I want people to know that, yeah, we've, we tinkered around with shit for four hours today. Yeah. Uh, it's it embarrassingly easy problems to solve for most people probably. Right. And uh, we had to dig in and fucking figure it out. But that's, that's real. Like that's really that's how, reality, yeah. how shit is going.
0: I know. I know. And the progression of this room and and the gear and, and just the output of the show is something that people are going to be able to look back on and see how far we've come yeah exactly and that's why we're documenting all of this now well and it, it blows my mind that
1: so many people are listening already like i was telling you earlier I, I just before we started recording here i got text from my friend carrie saying that she loves the show she's listening to it yeah, she's even texting that. me like these uh like certain one-liners that like prove that she's listening like mm-hmm. deep like inside jokes from the show and that's that's awesome because i got that text as we are banging our heads on this fucking macbook trying to figure out you know how to get the interface to work with GarageBand, and it yeah, can feel depressing and pointless and then uh yeah. you get people that are like yeah dude i'm listening and it's it's funny and it's cool and i'm gonna keep listening and that's that's absolutely. huge that's the whole point of this
0: i agree it's it's definitely motivating it keeps me going for sure absolutely um, well, it's a couple weeks away from Christmas. It is the twelfth today, so we're we're getting there. Um, my guess is we'll do at least one more before Christmas, right? I think we can do that. What does that work out to? So yeah, there's only one more, one more Wednesday. We do the show on Wednesdays, so only one more Wednesday before Christmas. And honestly, even the 19th. during the
1: break, like I told you, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I've yeah, got. I'll you be know, around. Out of the entire break, I've probably got six hours that I have to devote to, you know, uh, family stuff. Yep. So I've got little pockets of time if we want to. I don't know, you know, guest-wise how, how available everyone that I'm thinking of is going to be. But Yeah, right. Um, You know, we can try to make it work and, and maybe bank up some episodes or something.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely do next week for Shizzy. Yeah. Um, Shizzy? Wow. <laughs> definitely do next week on the 19th and we'll send everyone off in their jolly way to christmas um yeah if uh you know if there's one thing we could ask people to do is to share the show with people i would say that's the number one favor i could ask of people to let people know that the show exists and um you know that'd be awesome because we're working hard we're trying to make this thing legit yeah definitely share it or even just connect
1: with james and i you know talk yeah, shit absolutely. like is, is there something about it that is uh is annoying to you you know we probably won't change it and i'm for sure going to tell you to fuck off with your oh, opinion yeah, but absolutely it'll be nice just to uh connect with you guys and you know we're always we're, we're trying our best to be kind of hypercritical of ourselves and, mm-hmm. and sharpen the show up and get those those edges nice and round but um we might be missing something you know we might be zigging where we should be zagging and
0: yeah, and and again, like nights like tonight, we I mean, we've been here for hours. We're already tired when we started. Yeah. So we're, you know we're, we're not put we're not trying to put out downer episodes or anything, but we're it's important to us to show you the way this shit really is. Yeah. Well, and, and there's nothing
1: more psychotic than being that person that's always got to be up and on. That's insane. That's it's a weird thing. Like sometimes I'll have uh, like a friend wants to hang out, and I'm like oh, I gotta be. You know, I know. I gotta be like that fucking remember that stand-up comedian Gallagher, he would yeah. smash watermelons yeah. with a sledgehammer. I gotta be a fucking crackhead with a sledgehammer and to be you know, or they're gonna be bored with me. Right. You can also just be a real person. And yeah,
0: and those are like some of my favorite podcasts is when you see the ups and downs in the episodes. Yeah. You know, the fighter and the kid or whatever it might be, if they're not always on every week. You know, yeah. there's better episodes than others, and there's more energy and less energy. But as a whole, on average, you like the show. And that's, that's important to me, that on average, you guys are looking at the show and it's, it's something that you guys dig. Definitely. I mean, not to shit on
1: Brendan Shaw, but I will never cry on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to happen. Wait, when did he cry? I kind of, Dude, he I cried remember. about... Uh, I think it was about his... It was a few things, but the last one I remember was about his kid. His kid had some sort of an issue which you know for sure yeah it's definitely yeah. sad i i get it but uh yeah i don't know you know i just
0: yeah i mean i'll I, never cry yeah i don't ever cry ever i'm um, i'm a perfect <laughs> yeah. i have my emotions perfectly calculated yeah dude Dialed speaking pin. of
1: speaking of serial killers just
0: never crying god well i think we did it i think we accomplished something tonight what do you think we
1: definitely accomplished something yeah
0: yeah um, so you oh you're in town for the the whole Christmas week you said yeah that's awesome. Um, do you do you still have like a Christmas list with your family or do you guys even get each other or anything? Or Not really. That? I was
1: just telling somebody that uh, the the way my family does it is we are, you know, we're helping each other out whether it's financially or even just favors and stuff. You know, big and small, um, all year. So it's a weird kind of thing to like put so much importance on getting or receiving for, I mean, we're just, we're doing that all the time. So yeah. it's if anything, it's like, it's the opposite of most people where this is the time where we, we definitely don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the kids in the family, they obviously get stuff. You got to hook the kids up. Yeah. Um, but the adults kind of just, they just want to hang. And if I bring some beer over to dad, he's stoked and, that's awesome. uh, yeah mom wants uh she saw my uh my rise records yeti um i don't know fucking cup thing like therm- It's not a thermos i don't know what you call it but uh she saw it and she really wants one so i'm just gonna get her one right uh so you know just she, little stuff she doesn't really ask for much but she really liked it so i'm like okay yeah uh but yeah it's it's all it's just about relaxing and that's no, good. And I it bought a house like this year, so I don't think anybody's expecting me to make yeah. it rain.
0: So, Yeah, it's pretty similar in my family. I mean, we historically don't – like uh, my friends always think it's funny, but my family, we don't really do presents. Never really have. Yeah. Um, like you said, the little kids get something, and what we do instead with all the adults we do, we assign some – like I have – my mom this year oh i remember you telling me about that yeah Yeah, so everyone's assigned one family member one adult family member and historically we were doing a homemade christmas so you have to make something for someone yeah or be creative and come up with something it was just a way to save money um this year we're still doing that but now it's like you can go buy something i think it's under 20 bucks or whatever the rule is since i have my mom for christmas Mm -hmm. it is a good gift We'll say that perfect. I, I think it's pretty rad that I, I think I came up with something pretty cool. The
1: best feeling ever about is having confidence in a gift you got for somebody that is such a good feeling because the I opposite know. is horrendous just being like all right and it feels like it takes them an hour to open this shit gift that you don't even want him <laughs> no. to see. It's I know. so brutal. We just did a uh, secret Santa at rise and uh, and I I drew a name that didn't really fill me with confidence and I stressed about it so much but ultimately I felt really good about it so but do you guys do, oh wait, so Secret Santa, that's different than White Elephant. Correct. Yeah, White Elephant is like, is prison shit. It's brutal. It's, it, I, don't, I want that shit. I do not like it. I don't either. Because I don't even. It's survival of the fittest, man. Yeah, I've had situations that's where, shit. <laughs> like I can totally steal somebody's, th- and I'm like, that is so dark. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Secret Santa is way better. It's just, there's no, because to me, the least Christmas shit ever is competition.
0: So there's no trading like you just have someone they don't know who gave it to them.
1: Yep. You each draw a name and then that's your person and you typically just give it a limit. I think we did like twenty five dollars
0: and then the gift that you get again, you don't know who gave it to you, but that's the gift you get and you keep you get no one steals it from you.
1: You eventually correct. Yeah, no one can steal and you do eventually get to find out who your secret Santa was the way we did it this year that we've never done before. And I don't know what the like official rules of this are, but uh, you open the gift and then you guess who it was uh, and then that you know they confirm or whatever uh, it was this person right uh, the the person who i got a gift for yeah yes she was she nailed it um and then i was like i <laughs> the funny thing is there's i think nine of us at rise i knew who four people
0: got oh so there's only nine of you yeah right so,
1: so i did the process of elimination and which should make my job easier in terms of guessing who did it. And I still struck out like three times <laughs> to where they, everybody at the table was like, just stop guessing. We're just going to move on to the next
0: person. Yeah. Three out of nine. That's, yeah. That's and already.
1: after, yeah. And I, if I knew four and then I got three wrong, that's seven out of nine people. I'm one of those people. <laughs> so I guessed everybody, but the person. That's who hilarious. Was so stupid. Yeah. I'm just like, am I drunk right now? What is going on?
0: Yeah. Well, I thought you were. Did you guys drink a little bit too?
1: Yeah, I wasn't drunk at that point. I got drunk for sure. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and I knew I didn't know I was drunk until when I left. I gave everybody hugs, and it's I was too like,
0: bad. We didn't get you recording as you came in because you were pretty toasty, dude. I, sh- I was I gotten. You. I was
1: way too pumped to be here despite fuck. fighting through traffic and shit. Well, it
0: was it was worth what we did tonight.
1: Yeah, my buzz died just in time for us to <laughs> fuck around with this shit for four hours. I know.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. This is going to be good, though. We'll, we'll have a, a system. I think we worked out a f- ton of stuff tonight. I feel like sure. we, we took a huge bite out of the bullshit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good about it. We've gotten... Today was huge. It was tough, but it was important. We got a lot of that annoying shit out of the way. And if we're being honest, this could have been way worse. Like, I really did I think know. that the interface was going to be immediate plug and play, which it wasn't, yeah. but it could have been like... We didn't even figure it out today. I know. And then we had to leave the studio being like, I don't know. I don't even know where to And get on the phone with it. tech support and that, ugh. Yeah. And then four or five hours turns into three days real quick.
0: No, dude, honestly, like, this is this is what we wanted. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much what we needed.
1: Yeah, and all those playbacks I mean, were killer. They sounded fantastic. So, I mean, we're, we're doing
0: it. We're getting it. We're doing it and doing it and doing it well. Mm-hmm. All righty, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. I yep. think we we got enough time on the board. Um, please be nice to each other. Smile. Be jolly. It is Christmas time after all. Uh, let your hair down, right? You know, be a little loosey goosey. Watch man, a stupid movie. Do a little crystal meth. Rip out, out your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> rip out your eyeballs. Just quit being a pussy, man. Yeah, get into the crystal spirit. Do some crystal meth and rip out your eyeballs. Why not? You know, and get online and take down actors who do said something it doesn't even matter what just pick and choose the topic and go find something that they said that you don't approve of and then try to ruin their career yeah point out people's mistakes you're fucking mistakes. perfect do that during Christmas time Yep. that's what I want to see from you guys does that work yeah I think that's perfect I think that's perfect I think that's great all right we're going to be back here at the same time next week you know the drill share the show subscribe rate and review etc etc I think uh, next week we'll have a guest. So we'll be back with the guest situation. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to keep this thing going well into the new year. Fuck yes. All right, love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later.